Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Mike Wall. Today, we're going to learn about how Recreation NL is celebrating its 50-year anniversary by promoting wellness here in our province. For 50 years, Recreation NL has been a dedicated team of wellness supporters who believe in the body, mind, and soul and the benefits that come from making you time via activities of really any kind. It's a not-for-profit organization whose vision is to develop a province of engaged communities where all people embrace the benefits of recreation to enhance their quality of life. Well, this year they turned 50 years old and they're launching a year-long campaign that focuses on improving the health of our body, mind, and soul for everyone in the province. They've partnered with 18 community mentors who will help serve as wellness ambassadors throughout the year and provide helpful information on what we can do to improve ourselves both physically and mentally. Each month, Recreation NL will feature new partners across all their digital media channels that will present healthy tips and fun and easy challenges for you and your family to try. Now, there's 18 people from various areas of wellness who've been asked to be wellness ambassadors this year, and several of the folks have already been on the show, like basketball star Carl English, mountain climber T.A. Loeffler, singer-songwriter Amelia Curran, and even yours truly was asked to help out. Well, today we have four rock stars from the group who will share more about the initiative and what it means to them. First, we have our own Patty Daly, host of VOCM's Open Line. Then we chat with Katrina Bromley, star of Come From Away, the musical. Rod Snow, a former professional rugby player and a member of Rugby Canada's Hall of Fame. And finally, my friend Jody Cook, host of the Sunday Evening News on NTV and Adventure Sports Addict. Well, to start the show, I checked in with my VOCM colleague, Patty Daly, to get the scoop on the program. Hey, Patty, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks a lot, Mike. Really appreciate the invite. Well, I'm really glad to have you on the show today. You are somebody that's in the know in the province, and now you're a wellness ambassador. What are some of the things that you're hearing regularly when it comes to wellness from your listeners and the people calling into your show? Well, like most every other issue, I hear a combination of both people who are struggling with whether it be their physical and or mental wellness. So I hear it from all sides. But what it really does mean to me is that everybody's life circumstance is different. Everyone has absorbed and has dealt with this pandemic in a different way. Some people have taken the opportunity with the so-called free time to be more physically active, to be more mindful, to take on something like yoga or meditation, all in an effort to better themselves and be able to cope with this situation a little bit differently. But I also hear people who they got off on the right foot and then as time proceeded and the frustration set in and they start to become more and more uh, aggravated with the situation, maybe some of their good habits started to go by the wayside. So I hear from all sides, but I really do hope that with great shows like yours and the conversations you're having with the other wellness ambassadors, that people just maybe will get that one word or one phrase or one message from Patrina or from Jody or from Rod that says, you know what, that's exactly where I need to be. I was there before and I know how to get back there. That's right. And so you get asked to do a ton of things, I'm sure. So why did you choose to do this? Why was it important to you? Because I'm part of that group where I got off on a good start, but it got away from me. Hmm. Uh, there are a significant number of pressures uh, that come with a gig like the one that I have. And I know it really does sound like, and people take this for what it's worth, it is sitting in a chair with a headset on and really listening and thinking and talking. 
but it does have a bit of a physical aspect to it as well. And it does become fairly tiring. So I needed this. That's why I took it because I really needed it. I needed a restart. I needed to talk to people like yourself. I needed to know that what I was saying hopefully will be the motivation for someone else to do what I haven't been doing. Attentive enough to my own physical well-being in the last six or seven months, not attentive enough to my own state of well-being mentally and emotionally. So uh, unlike probably your other guests, who I know all very well, and they're transitioning from professional sports into recreation, the physical demands and emotional demands of being a, a non-stage actress like Petrina, Jody with her physical prowess and the pressures that comes with TV news, they're going to be people that I'm going to follow their role. I'm one of the ones of these ambassadorships that really needed to turn the corner and do better. Well, listen, I think for anybody that doesn't understand three hours of a show, and that's only one of your roles, is exhausting. And to be on all that time, it's a very physically demanding, but also mentally demanding thing. When you're giving tips for this program, what are some of the tips people are going to hear from you? I think I'm going to come at it as a, a novice. I mean, I'm a former competitive athlete. I've spent uh, parts of my life where I've been in pretty good condition. I've spent a lot of my life where I've been very mentally acute and uh, self-aware. And maybe for some people out there who will be involved in watching these uh, clips come from myself and my fellow ambassadors, I might be the one person that they can uh, uh, relate to the most because I am admitting freely and openly that I need to do a little bit of checking here. I need to have another little self-look about uh, where I am, where I need to be. Because, you know, it's not only the emotional, uh, the strain of doing the show. It's just I hear from so many people who are either doing great and unfortunately people are not doing so great. So whether that be their socioeconomic status, the pressures of the pandemic, their physical or mental well-being. So I suppose <laughs> I'm wherever that stands on the totem pole as maybe someone who is relatable because I really do admit freely to you. And I didn't know if I was going to be able to say this out loud to you today, but I need to do better. And I'm sure a lot of people out there feel the same way. And it's that, you know, you have to acknowledge it before you can take the first step. Yeah, but also acknowledging you said you started off on a good foot and you've got some decent habits that you're going to build off of. So, like, what are some things that you enjoy doing that you think are uh, something that other people could benefit from if they said, OK, well, he's doing that. I, I think I could do that, too. Well, one thing for me is as a so-called old former athlete, I need a ball to chase. Mm. I need a stick in hand. I need someone to do it with. So many others out there, they find great solace in doing things solo. And they can go for a walk in the woods and they can enjoy that. They can go for a run or they can go to the gym, put on their headphones and then just kind of lose themselves in their activity. I, I struggle with that. Mm. I need to do it with someone. So I need to go snowshoeing with someone. I need to go for a walk with someone. I spend a lot, of, a lot of time in my own head when my best bet for feeling good is to spend some time in everyone else's head. So I need to play something with you. I'm terrible on my own. I'm one of those guys <laughs> like many of my good buddies. I, I don't like being alone. Yeah. I'm a social person. And so with some of that gone away, you know, I'll take the opportunity with my wife, my two sons, to make sure that for them to be part of the motivating factor for me, I need them. And so that's kind of how I'm approaching it. I think that's great. And that's so relevant. Social health is so, so important. And I was the same way. I was a team sport guy. You're never going to see me out for a jog because I just can't get my head around it. I don't, I just don't enjoy it. I'd rather be surrounded by people and playing a game. And even if I win or lose, um, Patty, it, this is a pretty big program that RecNL has launched. Now there's going to be a lot of social messages going out on different mediums. What do you hope that we accomplish as a population as a result of this? 
Well, I hope that everyone who uh, follows along can find someone that they relate to, hear some messaging that works for them, because there's not a one-size-fits-all in this world, especially when we're talking about the big, broad strokes of mental and physical wellness. So I just hope that more and more people who maybe will be able to say to themselves, you know what, if there's folks out there who are so-called known commodities, people that they recognize their name and some of their past accomplishments or their professional status, you know, to bear your soul and realize that there's someone inside of us for ambassadors who are just like you are. You know, there could be people who are excelling and people that need to get back onto a better uh, level footing. So for everyone who's following along and listening to this particular program, regardless if you need someone to do with you, someone to give you that kick in the backside, someone's uh, habits to emulate, whatever the case may be, hopefully you can find that message that makes us all a bit more mobile, uh, do away with some of our sedentary behaviors. And absolutely, and I think key is that there's a lot of real good mental stability and state of well-being that comes with this bit of physical activity. So hopefully in conjunction, people find a place to land that works for them And you needn't go take full leaps and register for the Boston Marathon. But, you know, any of those small steps that makes you feel better, consequently a bit more emotional control, maybe sleep a little bit better, and maybe to think that maybe you can skateboard someday like Jody Cook. (laughs) That's a goal. I've been to the skate park with her, and she's better than me. (laughs) Well, Patty, thank you for taking the time today. Thanks for doing the Ambassador Program, and have a great rest of the week. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, Mike. And hopefully, folks, if you see any of my social media videos, I won't be too out of breath from just putting on my snowshoes. Thanks, buddy. See you, Mike. Well, that was Patty Daly, host of Open Line and Wellness Ambassador for the Recreation NL 50th Anniversary Campaign. He shared why he wanted to be part of this program and how we all need a little motivation for realistic change in our lifestyles. When we come back, we'll be joined by Katrina Bromley, the star of the Broadway musical, Come From Away. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Today, we're talking with four of the Recreation NL Wellness Ambassadors, and we're very lucky to have with us today, Katrina Bromley. Katrina is an actor, director, musical director, and composer from St. John's, Newfoundland, and a star in the hit Broadway musical, Come From Away. For those of you who don't know about the show, it was inspired by the actions of Newfoundlanders during 9-11. And if you've ever seen a Broadway musical, I can tell you this, it takes a fit person to be able to sing, dance, and talk on stage every night. She talks about her way of achieving wellness, the arts, and what it means to be a wellness ambassador. Let's check it out. Hi, Petrina. Welcome to the show. Hi, Mike. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate you joining us today. I mean, I know all about you and the play Come From Away, but for the people that are listening that may not know about the play, can you explain a bit about it? Totally. Yeah. So Come From Away is a Broadway musical written by two Canadians about the events in Canada and surrounding areas during the 9-11 crisis. Uh, And basically, it's a story about how that community or all those communities came together in a very difficult time and really went above and beyond to help people who were complete and total strangers who were in distress. So the, the main story is really just about how people need other people (laughs) and how it's very simple to rise to that challenge and to help people when they need help. And I think it resonates even more (laughs) right now during this pandemic, uh, because I think we all have friends and neighbors and relations who, uh, who need our help 
right now. So it, it's, it's interesting how that story keeps getting more and more relevant with yeah. time. Right. And we saw it in so many And actually, it's funny. One of I worked in New York City and one of my clients landed in Gander and he was very, very wealthy. No one knew who he was. He got put up in somebody's futon and he donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to computers. Afterwards, yep. he, he was the head of the Rockefeller Foundation and no one knew. Right. I've heard that story. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that story. Yeah. 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 So it's a very small world I and mean, they definitely appreciated the kindness. I've got some friends in theater and I know how hard it is. <laughs> it's physically demanding. You got to run around stage, you got to dance and you've got to be able to sing and talk perfectly clear. How do you maintain your fitness doing that? Uh, it's, it is very demanding. I think the, the Broadway uh, schedule in particular is very demanding. There, it's one of the few places in the world where almost 365 days out of the year, you're working because theater is very seasonal and it's very, I mean, runs here in St. John's. We're lucky if we get a week, two weeks out of a run here in St. John's. And that's because there's only so many people who are, are going to be out there to see it. And Broadway is a tourism based industry. So there's millions of people in New York at any given time and they're going to come to the theater so they can do that. But um, so you do eight shows a week, which means two shows on Wednesday and two shows on Saturday. Your last show is Sunday. We do a matinee Sunday afternoon and then we have until Tuesday night off. And that's just an, I mean, it's just really a Monday. <laughs> you get two nights and almost two days. So it does sort of feel like a weekend, but really Monday is the only day that counts. So that's generally a catch up with things you need to get done or rest day. But I, I'm a runner and I have two dogs that I walk constantly. So I keep active that way. And um, really what it means is, is you, um, you spend a lot of your downtime when you can just taking it easy and because vocal health is the big piece of that mm, for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does take a lot to it's the show is a uh, 103 minutes. I think it is. And none of us really leave the stage for more than a minute and a half at a time. So you're, you're going the whole time, but vocally we really, really need to be on top of that because that's the big piece of it is being able to say your lines and sing your lines, but it is very demanding. And it means that you don't have much of a social life. <laughs> right. As glamorous as people think it is to work on Broadway. It's not like we're going out every night and, and partying with famous people. We're, we're all going home and going to bed <laughs> and not talking to anybody so we can get up and do it again the next day, maybe twice. <laughs> well, you, you think about rock stars, they go on tour for a summer and their voices are shot and you know, they maybe be more social, but you could have a run for several years, if not longer, if That's you're right. on Broadway. So that, is very demanding it's it's uh you know it reminds me of the sport of tennis because there's a competition every every three months in tennis and they never have an off season for their whole career so yeah yeah for sure constantly training you were asked to be a wellness ambassador for recnl this year what are some of the topics that people are going to hear from you when you do your posts we talk a little bit about hydration we talk about uh, mental wellness and what you can do to help yourself relax mentally. But there's little tidbits about how many steps in a day you take, things like trivia type things like that. There's a little bit of everything. It's really neat. Nice. And, and why did you feel it was important to participate when you were asked? Because I'm sure you have a lot of asks coming at you. But <laughs> why, why did this one really sort of stick with you? I think wellness is so important. I know I'm someone who days like today when the, the we're having a storm day today and when the weather is prevents you from going outside, it's so important to find other things to keep yourself stimulated, but also to help you relax and to help you just tune out almost. You know what I mean? 
mental health and wellness are such an important part of our lives and something that we have difficulty talking about. So I, I think it's important to talk about it so that it becomes something that we can just discuss. Right. Well, we had Amelia Curran on and a mutual friend of ours, Donnie Cody, who were on talking about the It's Mental campaign they have. But, you know, the arts is a great way for people to not only get activity, but also engage with other people. And it's a great form of wellness. What would you encourage people that maybe haven't sort of investigated the arts as a form of recreation? I think most people have, but they don't realize it because I think just about everybody has a hobby of some sort and whether or not you are aware or whether you want to acknowledge it, most of those things are a creative artistic thing. If you're a painter, if you draw, if you write, if you, uh, even like things like plants and pottery and all, like anything that you do that is an expression of who you are is a creative outlet. Mm. And if you get great joy from keeping a beautiful garden, whether or not you realize it, you're being artistic. (laughs) And it's that satisfaction that you get from manipulating or creating something physically uh, and watching the process from beginning to end that I think is so satisfying and can be such a a great boost to your mental health because of the whole, just the process of, I thought about this, I envisioned it, I started it, I worked on it, I finished it. Mm -hmm. There's something really, really satisfying about that that I think can only do you good. Right. And well, then the arts are such an important part of Newfoundland. I heard somebody say one time that we've got a monument to the arts that's bigger and higher up in the hill than the cathedral in St. John's. <laughs> True enough. Yeah. <laughs> a good, yeah. Which is a good point. That doesn't happen very often. But Newfoundland not only has uh, artistic people and the nicest people in the world, as per your play, <laughs> but we might have some health concerns. What are some of the things that concern you when it comes to our health as Newfoundlanders? The weather plays a big part. Particularly, I find here on the East Coast, uh, this winter is prime example of the constant freeze and thaw that happens and, and it inhibits us getting out. And if you're someone who can't afford a gym membership or has a too busy a schedule to even consider that, or you can't even have equipment in your home, getting out and walking your neighborhood can be a lifesaver in terms of your physical and your mental health. Uh, That is something that we really can't do much about, unfortunately, but it is a big challenge. And we don't traditionally have perhaps the best dietary (laughs) habits (laughs) in Newfoundland. We really are a a fried fish and potatoes kind of people. So uh, uh, there's a lot to combat there as well. Mm -hmm. Um, You you would know better than I that there are uh, statistics about uh, heart problems and things in in the, I think there's an ad on TV right now about one in three people in Newfoundland will have a heart issue. Newfoundlanders and Labradorians are true optimists when it comes to our health ranking ourselves to be healthier both physically and mentally than our Western cousins in BC. Unfortunately, the reality is that we have far worse health than much of Canada. With three in five of us overweight and one in four obese, we have some of the highest rates of diabetes, heart disease, and cancers in the country. We're the heaviest smokers, we drink the most of any province, and like Katrina mentioned, we have the highest rates of heart attack according to the Canadian Chronic Disease Surveillance Systems Report. We also have some of the most challenging geography for fresh food and recreation. The good news is that that means there's room for improvement, which is why the Wellness Ambassador campaign was created. Let's get back to our interview with Katrina and hear why she got involved and what we can do. Uh, So that's, that's startling 
There's mm-hmm. only 500,000 of us. <laughs> One in three is a crazy amount of people. So uh, uh, physical health, mental wellness, they're so important. And the things that we do personally ourselves to help ourselves in that direction saves everybody time and money in the end. Right. And I mean, the nice thing about this campaign is it might be a perfect time because we're all a captive audience. So they get to see the tips. There's no reason not to go to the Rec NL social channels and see people like yourselves sharing all this information. You know, we're winding down here, but any last advice for folks if they're a little bit afraid to start getting active or they're, they're sort of dipping their toe in the water when it comes to participating in recreation? Absolutely. I would tell you right now, I always feel better after I do anything, whether it's just a little stretch, a little yoga, get on my treadmill and walk. Even if I don't run, I walk. Uh, I always feel better afterwards. The hardest part is getting my lazy butt up off the couch. That little mental battle inside your head where you're like, I'm going to, but not now. I'm going to do this first. That If you can uh, talk yourself up off the couch and get yourself started, you're headed down a good road. So just kick yourself Get up off the couch so you can kick yourself in that butt that won't get off the couch and get working. I love that advice. That's perfect advice. I'll, I'll keep that in mind when I'm uh, working from home and I need to make sure I get active before I start my day. Uh, Patrita, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. My pleasure, Mike. That was Patrina Bromley, star of the Broadway hit Come From Away. When we come back, we'll shift gears to chat with Rod Snow, who played professional rugby at the highest levels and was inducted to the Canadian Rugby Hall of Fame. He shares the perspective of a former competitive athlete and how he recreated his definition of recreation. We'll be right back. Welcome back. As part of the 50th anniversary of Recreation NL, a wellness ambassador program was started to promote physical activity and recreation for the body, mind, and soul. We're speaking with four of these wellness ambassadors that were chosen to represent the program today. Newfoundland's own Rod Snow was inducted into the Rugby Canada Hall of Fame in 2015 after winning 62 international caps for Canada, the most of any Canadian front row player. Rod played professional rugby for 11 years, starting in South Africa and winding up in Cardiff, Wales, where he spent nearly a decade playing for the Newport RFC. He was the highest scoring prop in Newport's 150-year history, crossing the line 30 times in 190 games. He's now the facility manager and high-performance director at the Newfoundland and Labrador Sports Centre. Let's hear what recreation means to him. Hey, Rod, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for being here. I think most people listening will know about your rugby career, but for those folks that might not be totally familiar with your path, can you give us a quick lowdown on your athletics? Yeah, well, you know, as a kid growing up in Newfoundland, and I guess in a greater extent in Canada, I, was, uh, I grew up playing ice hockey and absolutely loved it. Um, had kind of visions of myself playing sport at the highest level and realized that uh, probably an early enough age that, that hockey wasn't going to be my sport. I was fortunate to be introduced into the sport of rugby around the same time and learning quickly about the sport, I realized that this is a sport that can probably uh, accommodate my dreams of, 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 of moving on to the next level, being you know the world level, the Canadian national level, and so on. So I took up the sport pretty seriously at 15 or 16 and uh, made my debut with the national team at around 20 years old. Played my first Rugby World Cup in 1995, and then that led to a couple of different professional teams overseas, one in South Africa for a year, uh, 
Uh, and then I moved on to uh, Newport in Wales, where I had a 10, 11 year professional career there, all while maintaining my relationship with the Canadian national program and playing in four World Cups along the way. So it was a uh, sport was very good to me. I had a late start, but once I got going, I, uh, I made the most of it. And that's amazing. And you've been active in sports and recreation in Newfoundland ever since. So you were chosen this year to be one of the RecNL wellness ambassadors. What are some of the tips people could expect to hear from you? That's funny. You know, I kind of grew up as a, as a sports guy, never really considered myself a recreation person, but it's funny as uh, I think recreation was 50 years old. I'm 50 years old and I've uh, learned over the last few years that it's not just about sport. It's about recreating or recreating yourself as well. Uh, and for me, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, I can't compete in sport the way I used to. I can't even train at the same level I used to. Um, when we're sport, we're mostly about the body and I guess the highest level is mine. Um, you know, the, uh, as being a wellness ambassador, I was able to appreciate when I put more thought to it about the mind, body <clears throat> and the soul piece of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's super important. Not, uh, not just for, for, you know, somebody, my sports background and my experience, but for, for everybody, not just in our province, but across the country, especially when you consider the event that we're going through now with pandemic recreation and wellness is a, is a huge part. And it's really one of those things that we can do on our own isolated and still get the benefits for our mind, our body, mind, and soul. So for me, it could be as simple as, you know, just getting out of the house to, uh, to undertake a household chore, whether that's shoveling the driveway, you know, mowing the lawn, having a walk around the neighborhood. It's uh, it's one of those things that, you know, that um, allows you to do things that aren't organized, organized activities that you've got to schedule. It's just one of those things where you get out, you do something, something that gets your mind, your body, and, uh, and your soul involved and make yourself feel good. Well, that's right. And, you know, given the pandemic right now, team sports are on a standstill for the time being, at least. We face some specific challenges here in Newfoundland. What do you think are some of the challenges when it comes to people getting enough physical activity? Well, obviously, the weather is uh, the weather is a huge one for us. I mean, I'm, uh, I work in facilities. Uh, I would add that facilities are sometimes a challenge for us, too. But given the fact that um, we're going through the pandemic, you know, access to facilities is kind of off the table anyway. So, I mean, we are blessed with beautiful, uh, with beautiful scenery, beautiful outdoor environment, albeit the wind and the rain and the snow sometimes doesn't accommodate us. But, you know, we're pretty resourceful people. We've got to figure that piece out. We've got to be able to dress for it, prepare for it, and get out and enjoy the environment we have. I mean, that's, that's really our biggest asset and our biggest opportunity. Um, you know, some of the struggles, obviously, is people just don't want to get out and do that. But I think we're at the stage now where we understand that, that you know, we really do have to get it in our outdoor space to, uh, uh, to realize what we have and to make the most of our own health uh, and wellness. Yeah, I mean, some people are stuck in little concrete condos and big cities and skyscrapers, and we're surrounded by nature, and we're being encouraged to get out and get that physical activity. So I think that's some fantastic advice. Rod, you started off with some of the traditional, I would say, Canadian sports with hockey and things like that, and then you decided to try something new. When you decided to sort of make the switch and try a new sport, like what were some of the apprehensions you had, and what advice would you give kids that are looking at you know, trying different activities that might be their fit? think everybody's different but i think everybody has uh you know has the goal of doing the best they can for themselves understanding that nothing comes easy nothing's ever free it's a lot about timing a lot of the times and having the opportunities at the right time and that could be for anything for me it was sport that was my outlet that's what made me feel good that's what i wanted to do but i do understand you know i've got three teenage boys of my own who enjoy sport but they enjoy other things as well um for me it's just about you know not being afraid to fail Mm-hmm. Um, being able to take on a challenge, realizing that if you give it 100%, you don't succeed at it. 
well, then maybe there's other avenues open to you where you can find success. And I think a lot of people find success and find happiness and wellness all in the same place once, uh, once they're able to put three of them together. Right. And you just said you've got three sons that they're active as well. How did playing sports at a younger age and through your professional career shape your health behaviors of not only you, but also your family later on in life? Uh, you know, um, I, I, I owe so much organized sport. And for me, it was a, it was a value that I wanted to pass along to my kids. Not that I expect them to uh, become professional athletes or compete on national games of uh, though they have aspirations of that sort of grandeur, that's that's great, and I encourage that, knowing full well that it's uh, it's not always easy to accomplish those sort of things. But for me, it's been a huge part of my life and my wife's my, my my wife's life for that matter as well. And we've done our best to instill that in kids. At the end of the day, I've, I've often said that you know people who are active older in, and later in life are probably active their whole entire life. And sports and organized sports uh, is sometimes the easiest way to get involved in, in activity and recreation uh, at an early age. And hopefully then that carries on the rest of your life. You know, most people don't decide, hey, I'm 50 years old. I haven't Dutch my, done much my whole life. I'm going to pick up a game of recreation basketball. I'm going to pick up a game of recreation. It doesn't usually happen like that. So I think the earlier we can introduce recreation and sports into, uh, into our youth here in this province, uh, you know, the better we're going to be served in the long run. Exactly. And uh, just a reminder for anybody that goes out and isn't very good when they try their sports the first time. I picked up basketball for the first seven, 20 years, and uh, it was like I was playing underwater. For some reason, the, the net seemed smaller and uh, it seemed higher than it used to. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you're involved with athletics to this day uh, in the sports center and now as a wellness ambassador. Any closing advice for folks just about, you know, taking their wellness seriously? No, I think sometimes. We think it's a little bit kind of uh, uh, not concrete. I'll use the term airy-fairy to think about, you know, mind, body, and soul. But it's really not. The body piece is easy. I mean, we think about our bodies. We understand the physical activity is going to, uh, to help our body. But we sometimes forget that activities, whether they're physical or even reading a book or going for a drive, those things do help your overall wellness. They help your soul. They help your mind. And that's part of recreation as well. It's not just the physical part. So I think that, you know, you really got to be uh, – open yourself up to, to what wellness is. For me, uh, though it was always about physical activity, I've certainly learned more recently and later in life that it's not just about the physical activity piece, but it is about the, uh, the mental piece and the, uh, and, the, and the soul part of it as well. Excellent. Well, Rod, thanks for taking the time today. I really appreciate your, uh, your advice for everybody listening and thanks for doing your part as a wellness ambassador. I appreciate it, Mike. Thank you. Well, that was Rod Snow, inductee to the Canadian Rugby Hall of Fame and former professional rugby player. When we come back, we'll talk with Jody Cook, who shares how her roots in media began with her love of adventure sports. We'll be right back to talk more about the Recreation NL 50th Anniversary Wellness Ambassador Program right after this break. Welcome back. Today we're talking about the Recreation NL 50th Anniversary Initiative and New Wellness Ambassador Program. Our next guest is Jody Cook, who's the host of the Sunday Evening News on NTV. What you might not know about Jody is that she's traveled around the world skiing, snowboarding, and skateboarding, and basically going fast on any board with wheels, rails, or edges she can find. Specifically, Jody has spent several winters in Austria teaching skiing and is really the perfect choice as one of RecNL's wellness ambassadors. She joined me via Zoom to chat about the program. Hi, Jody. Welcome to the show. 
Hey, Mike, thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Well, I'm glad you're here because you are one of RecNL's wellness ambassadors this year. You know, a lot of folks would know that you do the Sunday news on NTV, but they may not know about your athletic background. Can you fill everybody in on that? Yeah, so that's actually the life that I sort of lived before I was a journalist. I worked in in the outdoor action sports industry, and I had uh, been working in marketing and communications, which was sort of my education background with um, IntraWest, which owns Whistler Blackcomb and Blue Mountain and Panorama Ski Resorts. So obviously, you know, I followed um, my passion in the ski business, and I brought it into my work business. But I don't want to get too bogged down with the with how I got into journalism. But but the outdoor active lifestyle was something that I've always kept with me. Uh, I grew up as a competitive skier and I continued to coach and then uh, moved into ski instructing. I spend January month every year teaching skiing in Austria with my husband. We uh, have made that a habit of, a, of, of a, a working holiday, you could say. And so really my, my entire life is board sports. I don't even want to just say skiing because I'm an avid snowboarder as well. And, uh, and I like cross-country skiing. It just basically anything that brings you outside into the woods uh, with a little bit of H2O because I like water skiing too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're also not afraid to go to the skate park. I've seen you bring some of your friends and teach them how to skateboard so that's true so let's do yeah we'll leave it at board sports right sounds good spring summer winter fall perfect yeah so you've been chosen as a wellness ambassador for RecNL this year what are some of the tips that people can expect to hear from you you know, it was funny because when when I was chatting with the RecNL people and some of the some of the messaging that we wanted to get across was that the reality is in Newfoundland and Labrador, you don't have just sunny days to be going outside. You need to be prepared to go out and be active in all kinds of weather. And one of the things that uh, we always have made a rule of in our household here is is when considering um, of purchases, we always say, you know what, if it if it's something that's going to contribute to us being active and well, then let's make that purchase. And so if it if it has to do with uh, the proper clothing to get you outside in the rain or the freezing cold temperatures, or maybe if it's, you know, equipment that's going to bring us out hiking one day uh, or one weekend or, uh, you know, on the East Coast Trail or something like that, that's that's something that I, I think is important for people to realize in Newfoundland and Labrador, you're only as good as, as your gear. But cost doesn't have to be prohibitive as well. There's all sorts of ways that you can get outside without having to invest in, say, ski and snowboard equipment. You can go for a walk. You can go into the woods. You can smell the fresh air. Uh, and as well, there's adaptive access. So there's there's that's really the message we want to get across is that there's really no excuse and there's no reason why you couldn't be taking part in some sort of wellness activity that is good for the mind, the body, and the soul. Mm -hmm. Well, I know you're involved in a lot of things, so you have to pick and choose what you want to get involved with. Why was it so important for you to be involved with this program in particular? It really stands for everything that we're, that I, and when I, when I say we, I say collectively, I'm talking about my household is sort of, uh, um, stand by and, and live with. And it is just about um, being outside and encouraging others to, to, and it's not just outside, Mike, it's just about encouraging people to take time and pause for themselves and recognizing the importance that that can make for your own mental health. And I, if I could just preface for a second here, you know, the role I know for everybody right now is incredibly strained, whether it be in your household or in your job. And the, sometimes the hardest thing is actually doing something active or, or, or just getting your mind around getting outside or, or getting onto that stationary bike or recumbent bike that's collecting dust in the living room. But the one thing that I know for sure is that you won't regret it after. And I know that RecNL really encourages that style of thinking. And so that's why it made perfect sense. Mm -hmm. 
That does make sense. And, you know, there are some challenges that we face in this province when it comes to wellness. You know, what do you think are some of the biggest challenges that we're facing as a population, both here in Newfoundland and Labrador? Well, I mean, it's it's pretty obvious what, what we're facing by way of a fiscal situation here in this province. And when you look at what the health care budget uh, takes up as a part of that, it shows how incredibly strained our health care system. And we know that the health care system is strained because we do have unfortunately, a really unhealthy population. And I know that many people are trying very hard to, to get the health and wellness to the forefront. And I know that our, our provincial leaders and various parties are trying to encourage that as well. But we've got so many challenges in the way uh, in advance of that. We think about cost prohibitive issues. Um, people look at, well, you know, sports, my gosh, my kid wants to be a hockey player and I can't afford to do that. And how do I get the goalie equipment? Or you know, how do I even get myself um, on, into some sort of a, a group fitness program and that sort of thing? So I really like to see an opportunity for us to collectively be able to make this sort of thing less of a barrier and a little bit more of an opportunity for people to just be able to access without that even mental barrier that people think, you know, we, I, I can't be involved in this because it's just probably too expensive. Um, and I don't really know if that answers the question, but you know, I, I do look at the population and I think that there are a lot of barriers and a lot of them um, might be ones that just involve recognizing and educating and getting people the opportunity to get outside and realize that it, it can be right there at your fingertips. No, I, I agree with that completely. I think a lot of people have never experienced some of these things. And so they seem intimidating and they don't right. necessarily want to go participate because they're afraid they're not going to be good at it. But the good news is in Newfoundland, you know, uh, there's a lot of stuff we can do in the winter. Now, a lot of people think you've got to stay inside because it's the winter time, but you know better than that. What are some things you'd recommend specifically for folks to get out and do in, while it's snowing out? Because we just got another storm here today. I spoke with T.A. Loeffler yesterday. She's a RecNL ambassador and she had written, and I would direct people to this uh, on her social media channels, 10 tips to getting outside. And, uh, and I think she, she kind of made them around hiking the East Coast Trail, but she is, she's such a great ambassador because she really broke it down to the fact that um, it can be pretty simple. So, so create a plan, tell your friends where you're going, gather a friend. Um, uh, grab a pair of snow snowshoes if you want to borrow a set or just take a walk around the lake. It can start small. It doesn't have to be good. And I really like that you say you don't have to be good at it because it doesn't have to be necessarily a competitive sport. It literally just involves, you know, having an opportunity to take a breather and do that for yourself. And, and, and I just want to mention one other thing. You know, when we went into our first lockdown in March month, literally a calendar year ago, we were told to avoid in most cases, activity that uh, particularly indoor activity, but there were a lot of outdoor activities that were closed and team sports and that sort of thing. And, and we're still seeing team sports today, but we are now suddenly this time around in the pandemic being encouraged to still go for a walk, go for a hike, take a moment for yourself to actually breathe and consider getting your heart rate up a little bit if you can, whatever that looks like for you. And that's a new thing. And I think that's because the recognition and the realization of how important that is to your own mental health. Exactly. And, and you know, it's it, the steps on people's uh, step counters and Fitbits and phones have all gone through the roof because people are realizing there's not much else to do. And then, you know, this is a great time to ingrain some positive habits because if there's one thing we have right now, it's time. The other thing that you mentioned earlier that I thought was really relevant for people was that your household is active. So your husband, Dave, and yourself both participate in a lot of physical activity. How important is it for the family unit to stay active? 
Yeah, well, it's about accountability, right? And, it, you know, before you and I started this interview, I had to have a little chuckle because I, I really haven't left my house in a week. And it's it's certainly not for a lack of trying. I know that uh, it, things were really busy for us this week. There was a lot of new developments, um, especially on the COVID front for journalists. But my husband was saying, Jody, I'm going for a walk and you can join me. You don't have to if you don't want to, but this is on the table. And right now, as I have this interview with you, he's he's stretching in the basement. And so, I'm, you know, we've already made a, a plan for a ski walk later on this week. So it's really about accountability. And if one person isn't quite feeling like getting out the door because you're just not motivated, the other person in the household is usually there to pick that up. And I think that that's why it's important to have a friend if you're just going to decide that you want to get outside the accountability factor uh, or just working out in general or even just being active in general, the accountability factor is a huge one because it's not always easy to motivate yourself. I get it. And I am probably one of the uh, the biggest people complicit in that. It's hard <laughs> sometimes to get, you know, to get off the couch when you're just too tired. Well, that's great, Jody. Well, I don't think we can pick a better ambassador, somebody who has real life advice and is honest about how challenging it can be, but how important it really is. So thank you for joining me today. Thanks so much, Mike. Thank you to all the wellness ambassadors that took the time to chat today. I think that if anything, the pandemic has taught us that our health is important and we need to make time to recreate. If you have been one of those folks who does walk around the neighborhood, then bravo. If you set up a stretching area at your home, then I'm proud of you. And if you've taken stock of your mental health and realized you needed some extra help, then keep it up. We all have different challenges and we can all find ways that suit our needs and limitations. Just be sure to find your fit. And if you haven't found it yet, keep on trying. If you need any ideas, I highly suggest you follow the Recreation NL Wellness Ambassador Program to hear all the tips, tricks, and challenges on how you can stay active this year. You can find them on their website, recreationnl.com, or on their YouTube channel. They also have social media pages for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So follow along and learn something new about your health. Well, that's today's episode. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Dr. Mike Wall. We'll see you back here next week for another episode of the Wellness and Healthy Lifestyle Show on your VOCM.